So are you a podcaster and you're like, I hear you talking all the time. I think I could do this, but I'm not really sure how to do this or why to do this or where to do this or what to do this. Like if that is you, you need to come to the Your Voice is Your Key podcast that is being put on by Maps Media. Yes, it is all virtual. So you don't have to go anywhere. Uh-uh, I don't do COVID. Okay. I don't do COVID specials and I'm not going to make you go nowhere. So not only is it free, you don't have to travel. All you have to do is go to www.millennialswithaz.us and click on the tab that says PodFest. Scroll down to the bottom and you can click register. It You don't really need a ticket to go, but it just helps us track it and it helps you to keep track of it so that you don't miss it. Okay. We are going to be talking legal. We're going to be talking marketing. We're going to be talking how to get yourself out there and things you need to do in order to grow. So that's what we're doing today. And it's coming straight from people who are actually podcasters, not just people who just do marketing. These are actually people in podcasting. (laughs) We're talking about marketing and we're going to have some music breaks as well. So if you're looking for potentially, you know, somebody to maybe interview, we're going to have some underground artists or new artists that will be on B Pod Fest. So make sure you're there. Don't be be there. Don't be square. Is it be don't be there. Don't be square. I forgot how it's going. It's a saying or whatever. But make sure you go to millennials.us. All right. This is for my millennials. Baby, you got. Opinions expressed by Millennials Anonymous podcasts and their guests and contributors are of those guests and contributors and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the Millennials Anonymous podcast and any content provided by our content contributors or guests or anyone else are of their own opinions and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. This is purely entertainment, folks. Now let's get it. Hey everybody, welcome back to a brand new episode of Millennials Anonymous Podcast. Yes, it is your girl, Lise Winnie, and I am a fucking millennial. Let's get this party started right and so, so okay. very quickly. And I had, to, I had to come in with the whisper song because last week I was fucking whispering the entire episode except for the pre-recorded interview we did with Miss Tess Brigham. Shout her all the way out, by the way. Let's get air horns and all that other type of shit. Shout her all the way out. She came, she brought that fire okay she was right on time too because this was we recorded this before the simone biles biles situation okay before she pulled out of the olympics for mental health purposes this we had already recorded it so it actually came right on time so shout her all the way out for giving us the information and she is not for play play she is for real real okay so make sure you go support her so you can go to tess brigham on twitter okay or you can also follow her on instagram as well she is so so dope and such a great grace gracious host so make sure you do that and you can follow her at tess brigham 
coaching.com. So if you want to get some life coaching or you have questions for her, or if you just want to reach out to her, you like, Hey, I think she dope as fuck. I just want to reach out. Hey, do that. Plus we have a new correspondent. So anytime we watch a movie now, we're going to get it cycle and <laughs> analyzed by Miss Tess. Like, Hey, what did you think about space jam? Okay. So we're, we're going to get her every week. I, I feel like I've been fucking, I think it's because I had to whisper last week. I feel like I've been fucking screaming. And then I've also been talking a lot. So I was on, a, I've been getting around, and I, um, round and round, round and round. Not like that. Like I haven't been like fucking around or anything like that. Don't, don't get that in you. I'm gonna get it out the gutter. Okay. Although I've been going around on male podcast. It's not intentional. I don't know. Why all the podcasts I've gone on have been male-based pod, but that's just kind of how it has been. But shout out to all the people that have had me on their platform. So shout them out. Let me get some air horns and some some claps, okay, for that, for allowing me my loud fucking mouth. Okay, <laughs> to be anywhere near your platform. So I appreciate you. So shout out to the 336 Pull Up Podcast. So at the 336 Pull Up Podcast on Instagram. They're also on Twitter and on Facebook. You can follow them. Such a great... When I tell you... Okay. So sidebar to a sidebar. When I look for a podcast to listen to, I like a podcast that has some depth. It has to have some depth. It has to have great conversation. It has to have something that makes me... I, I like to listen to people that I don't always agree with, which is like weird because most people, well, no, that's not true. Like a lot of people do listen to people that they don't agree with. I feel like I look for podcasts that draw me in. So either I am really intrigued by what you're saying and you're teaching me something or I don't agree with you. And so I want to listen to why you think the way that you do. And so I can yell at you while I'm listening to it. <laughs> entire time or passively aggressively tweet or comment okay so that's what i do and so they they're such they're so good at the commentary like they're i'm learning something while i'm listening to it it's it's interesting and frank styles has an announcer voice. like he sounds like he could be announcing some stuff like the price is right voice so like he really has that announcer he can enunciate right he can sound really professional and i was like oh i i can't do that but you can that's so fucking dope i did but he's so great his voice is great like he could do like the ends of commercials you know when you get in the medicine and then you listen to the end it was like if you take this medicine your ass might itch and your eyeballs are gonna fall off and you're gonna lose your eyebrows and your hair might get tight like you know it he's he could do that end of it you know how they talk that so he's really really good at that and like his voice is like dope and you know i'm a voice girl like i like a good chunky soup voice you know i like them hearty chunky soup voices and he has one so shout them out over there in you know north carolina staying all the way up because they represent north carolina him and stevie for allowing me to come on to the platform appreciate you guys and then i am hype this is I, this too this doses i've been on his platform twice now i gotta get him over here i have to get him over to millennials anonymous i gotta get him in the lair because i i haven't gotten him in the lair but i gotta get him in the lair but i've been on his platform twice 
um, the first time, I think it was like a mutual thing. I think I posted something and it sparked his interest. And this time he was actually the call for action, another call for action. And I said, hey, me as Tribune. So I went on and recorded with him. That'll re drop in a couple of weeks. So I'm not going to tell you what it's about. I'll let him do that since it hasn't released. But shout out to I Am Hank. Now his, his name, okay, you know, my mouth be flicked my mouth be flicked and um his name was beating me like floyd mayweather was beating logan paul in the ring like it was it was just fighting me back i just it was like left jab right hook it was just, it was really i was just ooh, i was like is it hype is it is it an e on the end it just it was a lot but i finally got it it's hype so make sure you go follow i am hype okay on instagram so you can see when all his stuff drops and then lastly but certainly not least okay i got on instagram live which by the way if you get me on instagram live i fucks with you a little bit okay because the reason why i don't like instagram live it, it's a lot of shit going on for me and for somebody like me with add is like oh this is a lot this is a, i have a like somebody with adhd it'd be like oh it's a lot going on like this the comments and emojis you got to see how many people in the corner you know you got three four five people in the box now you get the other messages and pop-ups that come on it's too much for somebody like me so if I get on there, it's because, like, you've done me a solid, so I want to do you a solid, or I fucks with you. And with School Rosé from the Unapologetically Dope podcast, I fucks with him heavy, okay? So, Detroit stand-up, which I also, don't always forget, they're East. Eastern. I always forget, and I think they're Central, so I always think I got a time, and then I'm like, oh, shit, I don't. So, shout out to him for putting up with my not knowing what time zone he in okay i never know i never know i just i be forgetting and scoob is so funny he is hilarious he is talented he is dope it's in the name my god it's unapologetically and he is unapologetically dope so shout him out make sure you support him follow him on all major podcasts and platforms yes and i met somebody new yes i did well i i already followed her um on instagram and stuff like that but i didn't know exactly where she was was located and then she was on the platform today on instagram live with school rose and that's talk to me tuesday so make sure you go and find her on all major podcasts and platforms and then also make sure you go and check her out and i believe it's talk and it's the number two me podcast.com she also has a website as well i just looked it up so make sure you go and you follow her now i got another podcast to listen to you see what i'm saying you see what i'm saying see what I'm saying okay so shout them out shout everybody out for letting my big loud mouth be on my throat it was killing me boo boo it was killing me because i was yelling uh i feel like i was yelling because my family it was it sounded like war in the back of my house it was a lot of stuff going on and i was trying to over talk it but i couldn't 
So it, it was really sounding like a whole, like the civil war was happening, like the, the American Revolution, all of that was happening at the same time in the background of my house. And it sounded like a war. And I was over talking it to try to downplay it, but it was just was a lot. So appreciate them for putting up with my loudness. And my power's back on. So last week you heard me and I was Hey, how you doing, love mama? Let me whisper in your ear. I was I was the yin and yang twins in this bitch. Like I was really yinging and a yanging because my power was off. Like it was some type of power electrical issue in my house. They had to cut it off because it wasn't safe. They cut the shit back on. They fixed it. I couldn't tell you what the fuck wrong with it, but shit is fixed. So that's all that I know. Like, oh, you fixed it. Praise God. Praise the Lord. I don't know what was wrong with it. Like, he explained it to me, but I'm like, that shit, it don't make no sense. Like, you might as well be speaking another language. I don't know what you're talking about. So he fixed it. It's fixed. Beautiful. That's all I know. So I'm back to yelling. You're welcome. I know some of y'all are like, God damn it. But I'm back to yelling again. Okay. Again. Yes, yes, yes. So we're going to get to these top 10 trending topics. And then we're going to get into the topics of the day. Yes, we are. Mm-hmm. Let's get into these top 10 trending topics of the week. Let's put the lime in the coconut and mix it all together. Because you know we got to get this politics off first. We got to get your politicals in. Yes, we do. And Percy and in Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer is like, I got it, bitches. Because he announced on the Senate floor on Sunday evening that he has a bipartisan group of senators who have finalized legislative text for this infrastructure bill, the $1 trillion infrastructure bill that is called the Infrastructure Investment and Job Act, which is said to have at least 2,700 pages. Now, AOC said that she believed that they had enough votes to actually pass this bill through. So this is looking really, really good for the Democrats. Plus, and this is a key part of Biden's agenda, getting this infrastructure bill passed through. So this is would be a huge win for Joe Biden. That's literally true. Yes, Uncle Joe. But listen, we everybody love roads and bridges. It's nobody that don't love no road and no bridge. Like, you don't want to fall in the abyss. Like, you don't want to be driving down the street in a pothole and you go in the upside down. This ain't Stranger Things. We don't know what's down there. We don't want to be over there, okay? And this is why we need this to get fixed because there's a lot of cities that are older cities. They've been around port cities. They've been around for a long time and they are falling apart. So we need to get the infrastructure done and I believe it will create some jobs as well. So... Hopefully this this maybe gets through. I know that it went from three trillion down to one trillion. So we'll see if this actually passes or not. But they look like they think that it will. But I know Chuck is over there shaking his hands. Yes, he is. And speaking of wringing some hands, I know Donald Trump is like, God damn. Because according to the Associated Press, the Treasury Department must turn over six years. A former president, Donald Trump's tax return. Because you know he's been saying his shit been in audit for at least 27 years. Don't be rude. I don't know how long his taxes are, but he must have the worst CPA on earth. It has taken way too long. Okay? To the point of concern. I'm like, 
Trump, you need to call them because I mean that you need to get your money back or something. Cause I'm really that's rich. a long time for you to not have your taxes together and it's in limbo. That's that's a long time. But they're saying that he has to send over the six years or the Treasury Department must turn over six years of his tax returns to the House investigators. The Justice Department said in a legal opinion, according to the Associated Press, issued on Friday that most likely will pave the way for it to be released not only to Congress, but eventually the public. So we're about to find out what them taxes really do. Okay, what them bank accounts really do. Are you really a billionaire? Really you rich. stand 10 toes down on this billion? Mm-hmm. Can you? Okay. Are you big stepping like Jeff Bay? Uh, look at my mm -hmm. African-American mm -hmm. over or here. Or are you over there? You a millionaire? Mm hmm Or are you a thousandaire? Mm hmm We don't know. You know why? Because we ain't seen his taxes. So this is about to go down. We about to see if this is what's going to happen. But he seems to evade. Okay. He seems to evade these types of issues so i don't know if we really will see this come to pass but oh, speaking on, of man. coming to pass unfortunately the eviction moratorium expired so we are looking at millions and millions of people potentially being evicted after 16 months of an eviction moratorium so it protected people from being evicted from their homes so now it looks like protesters got a little heated they was like mm, i'm a little heated Okay, and they went and they put a sticker on an eviction notice on Nancy Pelosi's house. Now, listen, Nancy, I don't know if this is your side home because I know you'd be making a little money over there. You got a little coins, but you need to move because like this is the second time somebody didn't put something on your fucking house. Okay, because remember last time it was like, Nancy, where my money with the stimulus check, which by the sidebar to a sidebar. If y'all gonna do this shit, I need y'all to know who didn't pass what. Cause y'all just be putting stickers and spray tan, spray says spray tan, spray painting people's houses. And these motherfuckers is the one that's trying to help y'all. Like I, I don't. At least if you gonna do it, which you shouldn't, I don't condone it. But if you gonna do it, at least put it on the right motherfucking house. You know what I mean? Like this shit should have gone on the Republicans' houses because they were the ones that didn't want to extend it. So make the shit make make it make sense. Like if you gonna do it, at least make it make sense. Because Nancy was fighting for y'all. This shit just did not get passed through. Now I'm hoping most of these people had the stimulus money or some other money kind of like saved up because if I'm not mistaken, I think a lot of this money is due. Like up front, like if you for this 16 months, if you not paid your rent, I think a lot of that was due because I think a lot of people weren't. I don't know if people weren't thinking that this would ever end. Like, I, I don't know what the end game was on this, but this is not looking good. They saying up to 7 million people could be impacted by this. So hopefully we can do something because this could definitely cause another bubble. And we don't need that in our country after the pandemic. No, no, we do not. And speaking of just no, why is this happening? Generation X is being discriminated against. Yes, according to a generation study, they're saying that it's become harder for workers age 45 and older to what? secure jobs. And a CNBC had a report that saying that mid-career workers are perceived as having weaker skills than younger candidates despite outperforming them in most cases. Yes! Gen X. All right. Gen X. 
we 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 stand with you. Us oldest at millennials, we stand with you, boo. Okay, we stand with you, boo. I don't know why people think that older people somehow can't learn. Because like, if you can teach a if you can teach a baby to do technology, why can't you teach an older person to do it? You certainly can. Like the, this failed notion that somehow just because this person is young that they're going to understand technology and know how to do it well is the dumb like have you listen it took 20 minutes for me to get change back in the fucking lows because the motherfucking common core math has fucked our kids beyond beyond she had to do 10 equations plus and minus one for her to realize that all she had to do was just give me a dollar back like it it just it, it listen listen these are the same people that are learning history from fucking youtube we not gonna do this that older people don't know we not we're not gonna do this and maybe it's because i'm closer to them than i am to some of these younger people we ain't doing this shit no we are not okay we we need our older people but sidebar to sidebar listen sidebar i was watching hbo okay no, 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 I'm not about to tell you I was watching Real Sex or nothing like that. But I was watching HBO. And they have this new series one. And it was about Woodstock 99. Now, I re vaguely remember Woodstock 99. I was old enough to... I wasn't there because the shit was in New York anyway. And my, my family wasn't letting me go up to no fucking New York by myself. And or, and or pay them prices. And plus, it was mostly rock music. Like, I listened to some rock music back then. But I wasn't traveling to go see rock anyway i remember the chaos but not in the way that it had like i vaguely remember watching that shit on mtv vaguely like the the burning of the shit and i was like that was gen x y'all was wildin okay maybe some of y'all ain't getting drunk because they seen them videos and it was like that the decision making was a little questionable they was rolling around in shit okay and they were eating it what i'm not sure if this well, we won't, um, because this, this is, this is questionable. All right. This is a little concerning. So I don't know, Gen X, possibly that's what ha happened. I cannot confirm or deny, but y'all was really out there fucking wildin'. Okay. Wild out. And speaking of wilding out, Kanye West is back at it again. He is sleeping in this stadium in Atlanta, the Mercedes-Benz Stadium, while he is working on his album, Donda. Now listen, they're saying that he potentially is going to have another listening party. Some people are saying, allegedly, they feel like they're being scammed. <laughs> like, he's not really, like, it, they don't know if it's a really an album coming. Like, a lot of people are just concerned. And I'm trying to figure out, because I just found out today when I was on school that they're having games and stuff around him. Bruh. Like, he's really, really going hard on these squatters' rights. Like, Kanye! Like, really? You already got the answer. What is happening? Like, you are out here in the street looking like a whole Mexican wrestler out here. Bruh. Like, you look like you have been kidnapped from somebody and they are taking you from place to place. 
I am not sure because like when we seen you inside of court, you had on a Jesus mask that didn't even have eyes or nose in it. So you look like you were being kidnapped by a church like Kanye. We need to figure out what can, what is we going to do? OK, because we're trying. We are trying you working with Jay-Z again. And we like, oh, thank you, Lord. Like we, we are trying. Jay, Jay, Jay. Jay Z, Jay Z, Jay Z, Jay Z. Oh. Uh, we gonna need you to get yeah. your boy. At least get him out to goddamn stadium. Like, you know, like that's a little, little weird. It's a little dirty in there. And so I'm like, maybe not have him laying on the floor at the goddamn stadium. Like that. That's just this shit is getting a little out of hand. Okay. So, and I'm gonna need the Mercedes Benz Stadium to get him out of there because if that was anybody else that was laying in a goddamn locker room, um, they would have got arrested. So, I'm gonna need y'all to get that shit together. Okay, at least make it even across the board. If he can lay that in, everybody can lay that in. And if he can't, then, then nobody can. It's just, it's just my own opinion, okay? It's just not a fact, but it's my opinion. And another thing that's my opinion is you should always wash your ass and your kids' asses whenever you get the chance, especially in the summertime because it's hot as fuck. And when it's hot, it festers, okay? And it festers and it's funky and it stink. And one of the things that we found out is that Ashton and Mila is over there funky as fuck, okay? They funky and they funky as fuck, and then it's a lot. And apparently they got their kids funky as fuck, and that's just not right. Like, if you want to be funky, that's on you, but not the babies. You can't have the babies out here looking like Linus with all them fucking flies around. Like, that's not, that's not cool. Oh, Pigpen has got the fly. That's not cool. You got your baby out here looking like Pigpen from fucking Charlie Brown. That is not right. Okay. Ashton, maybe he's punking us. You remember that show? Remember he's punking? Maybe he's punking us. Because there's no way you would outrightly say that. Now, and I know that there's people out here, there's environmentalists saying, but you don't need to wash every day. And it's too much washing. And and it's you, you can protect your skin if you don't wash it and it becomes smooth. I'm like, fuck that. Like, I sweat a lot. Like, a lot, a lot. Like, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. I, I can't. Like, I can't just be walking around funky as fuck. Like, I know you during the pandemic, pirate hooker. I know sometimes people wasn't washing all the time. But after the pandemic you. and y'all going out in the grocery store and in the heat, I'm going to need y'all to start washing. You, you're going to have to start washing, you know, from the front, from the front to the from the front to back. Okay. So that y'all are getting all of that cleaned up because that's funky as fuck. Like, that's funky. Don't, don't. Smelly cat. Yeah, I, I gotta say this because nobody else has said it. A lot of y'all black people out here lying like fuck because I was like, I've been in your house. It's dirty as fuck. Like, the shit look like the roaches is wearing slippers. Like, it's dirty as... Like, I know your house ain't that damn dirty and you clean. Like, your whole... You got... You got clean in this whole dirty ass shit. Like, no. As soon as you put your shit on, you be dirty again. There's no way. I've seen people who put clean clothes, brand new clothes on a dirty ass body. Black as black as black as me. We not doing that. Mm-mm. I'm like, I need y'all to stop lying. Some of y'all dirty too. We 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 gonna be honest out here. If we fall down, we gonna be honest. If you dirty. Just know you need to be washing your ass. I don't care if you white, black, Asian, or otherwise. You need to wash your ass. That's all I got to say on that one. And Charlemagne.
Charlemagne got a show. Yes, Charlemagne has a talk show that's coming to Comedy Central. It will be a talk show, a comedy-based talk show that is going to be produced by Stephen Colbert. Yes, it is. So, you know, shout out to Charlemagne. He's on 15,000. Here's the thing about all the people that are really popular right now. It's not that I don't like your success. It was like, but you, a lot of them told we want to help black people, but yet they take all the jobs. I was like, can you leave some jobs for somebody else? Like, Charlamagne, you got a whole podcast network. You're on a fucking breakfast club. Like, we don't need that. We already heard, like, Steven, Colbert, we already know what the fuck he about to say. Like, we can we hear somebody else? There's already five black people in the media talking for us, and we don't hear nobody else. Like, can we get some new people? Do something else. Like, I just, I want to see and hear some new opinions and voices in media. Please, God, please let it be somebody else. Yeah! And Simone Biles may compete still in the Olympics in Tokyo. Yes, according to one of her best friends on the team and teammates, Michaela Skinner, she's saying that she believes that Simone may still compete. Compete. She said that Simone said that she was here. She stayed, I guess, in Tokyo just in case. And so she believes that she may still come back on the balance beam. Now, here's the thing. I think Simone should do what Simone needs to do mentally because they said she got the twisties and it's basically when your body is not doing what your mind wants it to do. Like it, it, it happens to gymnasts from time to time. And so what she was doing, it wasn't safe to continue. So I'm like, okay. I get now I it, it makes a lot of sense for why she decided for her own safety it makes so much sense for her to not continue just going out there because in gym, gymnastics is really really dangerous and I don't know if people realize how dangerous that fucking sport is that sport is no joke is dangerous and it can really have a wear and tear on your body and that's why most gymnasts like Simone is only 24 but in gymnastics she's old so she has been doing this for us for so long. She's probably been doing this since she was a little girl up until the age of 24. Could you imagine the strenuous stress on her body, the constant competing, the constant workouts? You have to be in the gym. You have to live in that gym. And so I think she did so much for the cause. She did so much for her team. She did so much for the U.S. and getting all those medals. She really was a beacon of light for black girls everywhere. And I think it's her time to be able to do whatever the fuck she wants. It might be her time to say, hey, you know what? I don't want to do this no more. And she has every right to not do that shit no more. So just so y'all, y'all out there, and I saw a meme that summed it up perfectly, I thought... A bitch that couldn't do a cartwheel says something. If that don't sum it up, I don't know what will. And speaking of summing it up, I don't know. Sweetie. Well, Madonna. We're going to have to have a conversation. Well, maybe not. McDonald's. We're going to need to have a conversation. Okay. Because McDonald's is teaming up with sweetie yes so they did a celebrity collaboration with travis scott which was a really big money maker for mcdonald's so they were like you know what 
we're gonna do it again yep we're gonna go get us a black wrapper and we're gonna make money off of them yay by selling the meal of the same food we already fucking sell yay big mind go capitalism and so that's what the fuck they're doing so the sweetie meal is gonna drop on august the 9th and it is a meal which it's it's very eclectic they're saying it's an eccentric meal uh for someone who clearly wants to die early and it consists of a big mac four-piece chicken nugget medium fry and a medium sprite with sauce okay it's sweeties and sour sauce sweet sweetie sweetie and sour sauce now i don't know how much this fucking meal is gonna be um they said that there will also be an icy wrap uh so it's new icy packaging specifically for sweetie now they they gave the different ways she eats the meal one of them was just taking the two patties off of the big mac and just putting some fucking fries in the middle of it with some ketchup on it and eating it like that like i'm like you just you doing the most like i i be seeing you out here pretending like you eating this shit sweetie and we know you not like sweetie you're not eating this shit because if you was you would weigh 550 pounds we know you eating this shit once in a blue moon you don't probably even be going to mcdonald's like that like let's just just be real okay if we being honest we know that ain't what you eat all right you could at least gave the people out here give them a side salad they got that at mcdonald's shit is just nasty as fuck but it's there okay you gotta give them a side salad and a vegan burger like what you know we got an uh, obesity epidemic out here sweetie you already skinny why why are we doing this right now it just it i'm just gonna leave it alone and speaking of heart disease clearly there is something that's gonna cause heart disease more so than this goddamn patty and that is cheating yes there was a study that was done that proved that if you are cheating you were more likely to guess what have a heart attack so according to the infographic channel they were saying that there was a worldwide studies on deaths that occurred during sex and they have shown that it was a jump between 82 and 93 percent of men that died during sex are shown to be engaging in adulterous behavior the 2011 university of florence study found that in 1700 participants people who were having sex outside of their marriage or relationship had almost twice the amount of cardiovascular disease as those who were monogamous so if that is not some shit for your ass so if you're out there cheating you might want to reconsider like if you don't want to die a very embarrassing well i guess it's probably not the worst way to go so i I don't i don't don't know but it also could be maybe it's the viagra like you know because i think that does something with your heart allegedly i i don't know but hey men you might want to think twice if you want to live a long life maybe not cheat on your wife and the baby has had the week because the baby is no longer on Lala Palooza 
he got pulled from the concert as well as a lot of people have been backing out as far as sponsors and he has had people coming out from every which away elton john has came out madonna has came out he has had so many people that have come out against him from the remarks that he made about the lbgtq community and about people who have hiv and aids so here's the thing we we have this this we, we principal's office where people gotta go to the principal's office and we just so happened to be a fly on the wall when the baby got called to the principal's office. The baby, can you report to the principal's office? The baby, can you report to the principal's office? Thank you, Cheryl, for bringing him down here. Come on in, honey. Have a seat. Mm-hmm. Are you sitting? Huh? You sitting? I couldn't tell the day. I thought you was well, okay. Well, mm -hmm. if you all right, let's move past let's this. Go. Um, you've been back here two, three times, two, three, four times. I see you've been here two, three, four times. But we we gonna get it together. Yes, we are. Now I hear your little friends calling you the baby in the hallway. Listen, but when you in the here. I'ma call you Jonathan. Yes, because that's what your mama named you. Yeah, so yeah. I'ma call you Jonathan. All right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So listen, Let's go. Jonathan. Is it? I know you've been out chill, wilding out. I thought Nick Cannon was coming. That's how much you've been wilding out. I thought he was creating a show just for you. Yes, I did. But guess what? Mm-hmm. He wasn't. And you just been wildin' the fuck out. Was showing your whole ass out here in these hallways and these freeways. Mm-hmm. This Delta variant, you ain't worried. Okay. Mm-hmm. Huh? Use a whole celebrity rapper. Okay. So there's a lot of things that you're not gonna be able to just say out your mouth. So with that comes the responsibilities of not being able to say whatever the fuck comes to your mind. Now, I know it's a mistake, you know, sometimes we make mistakes, but freedom of speech don't mean you need to be out here being dumb when you free to speak as you please. And freedom of speech comes with a cost, okay? It is not free. There are consequences for what you say. You could say it, huh? but are consequences therefore brings you here mr jonathan okay now i told you to show up to celebrity rappers pr 101 and did you show up no hell no you didn't mm -mm. i'm looking right here at the attendance i don't know you was not there mm -mm. you said <clears throat> and i quote i would turn a nigga into a convertible and i don't even know what that means Okay, but you didn't show up. So now we taught plenty of greats. We taught plenty of greats in that class. We had Mr. Andre. He was on the honor roll. Okay, Dr. Dre. Two, three times he'd been there. Mm-hmm. Not for homophobia. Mm-mm. No, no, no. But but you get it. He'd been there two, three times. And our A plus student, our AAA plus student, Mr. Sean Carter, Jay-Z, you know him. He's been here too. Mm-hmm. Now he, you know, with the elevator situation, that situation that happened. Now, what is an elevator? I don't know. Why? Because he went to the class. 
I have forgot all about it. And you know why? Because we teach you the number one golden rule. You need to shut the fuck up. Okay. Yes, you too. When it's come time, when you made a mistake, and I know you can make a mistake, Jonathan. Your uh, ill-written statement here, sir, you said us niggas is human too. Yes, you are human, mm-hmm, Jonathan. But when you keep doing it, you double down, triple down. That's not a mistake, Jonathan. That is a pattern, okay? That's when we need you to shut the fuck up, okay? Or you can say shut the fuck up, <laughs> you know. Now, here's what we gonna do. We gonna go ahead and put you on suspension. Mm -hmm. We gonna put you on suspension and we gonna call Olivia from Scandal and Angela Valdez from the first season of Power and we gonna pray for the best but you gonna be on suspension okay so go on get your shit don't leave it mm -mm, don't leave it now we don't know what's gonna happen so go on get your shit and um we'll talk to you later all right bye bye mm -hmm. mm, I don't even mm, I don't know about that boy Cheryl who we got out there now Kanye Kanye Again, in the locker room. he was sleeping in the locker room. Oh, oh Lord Jesus, mean. come on in here. And this has been your top 10 trending topics of the week. All right. Yes, yes, and yes. Let's get into these topics of the day. So we were just talking about the baby, okay? Not to be confused with little baby or baby or baby over there or the baby with the pam on the baby, okay? So we were just talking about it, well, making a joke rather. But this did bring up a very interesting conversation, and the very the the interesting conversation about this was that. Freedom of speech came back in the forefront. So every couple of years, we have a conversation in America, in this country, about freedom of speech and what you shouldn't should be able to say and not say. We've, we've heard a lot of people get upset with social media avenues because they kind of like take certain videos off or take certain videos down. And they feel like that it's an, they're impeding upon their freedom of speech. Now, sidebar. I am not a lawyer, attorney, a paralegal, a legal assistant, a legal professor. I've never been in a legal school. I've never been in legal trouble. I don't know about the law, okay? Th this is just my opinions. It does not make it a fact. It just makes it my goddamn opinion, okay? Let's get that out of the way. Now, listen. When I read into the constitution of freedom of speech there are some things that are protected and there are some things that are not protected or they're not as protected in the freedom of speech and so when people say that i'm like i don't know if you quite understand how that works so with the baby the baby went on a fucking rant uh a, like a week or two ago at his concert which was completely unnecessary like he could have avoided all of this had he had some friends like if he had some friends that was at his concert he could have avoided 
all this like if you just had somebody in the back and said man i'm feeling some kind of way this is what i had seen this is what da, da, da. and his friend might have said man you tripping when you get a lot of money that's one thing y'all people with a lot of money and y'all celebrities y'all need to keep somebody that can sit y'all down and say hey you tripping like somebody that can still talk to you the way they would talk to you any other way. Not them yes men around you that's just around you saying yes because you're giving them money. Y'all need some people around that maybe ain't on payroll that's just going to keep it real and tell you how it is. Or maybe get a fucking PR team. If you don't have no friends, okay, got you. But at least get a goddamn PR machine, da baby. I've seen you on a jet 50,017, 50, times. Mm-hmm, that's not even a number, but that's how many times I've seen you on a goddamn jet. You mean to tell me you can eat seafood legs, crab legs on a goddamn jet, which should be a sin in and of itself, okay? And that small-ass, confined-ass space. But you couldn't get a goddamn PR team? What? I'm gonna need you to get your priorities together because this could have all been avoided had you either had a friend or a PR team or both. If you had both, perfect. You know what I mean? But he went on a rant, a stupid rant at that. Like it was unnecessary. It was uncalled for. It was just dumb. Like it, I, I don't even understand the purpose of the speech. I'm never going to defend that. I'm not going to defend his, his behavior. Okay. His behavior was stupid. And he seems to not want to be famous because he continuously gets into whether it's a fight, a brawl, he accidentally hits somebody, he keeps saying stuff that he shouldn't say. Like, I don't understand. Like, if you don't want to be famous no more, just say that. Like, say, I don't really like it here. Like, I like the money, I like rapping, but I don't really like it here. The baby, just blink your eyes three times, you and Tory Lanez, and we will come and get y'all. Because this is getting out of hand. At this point, he he deserves it. This is three, four, five times he has done some stuff that has been questionable as fuck. Now, after the first couple of incidents, I thought he would get a PR team and he has not. So I, I don't know. Or maybe he has them. They can't say stuff like I don't know what well, you need to get you a real PR team because a real PR team would have started being like, wait a minute. You need to pump your brakes. Don't type another ill-written tweet, text, post, email, billboard. Don't do it. Don't do it. And that's where this would have prevented a lot of his fallout. But it continued. So I'm not going to support that behavior. Now, at the same time, we cannot use freedom of speech to make somebody a better person because you want to listen to the baby music and you want him to be a better human being. So you want to use this freedom of speech. He can't say that. He can say it. I mean, because honestly, under freedom of speech, it doesn't protect things like or it very little protections, I guess. Uh, there's less precedence to protect things like obscenities. Okay, so you can't obscenities there's no protection against fraud so you can't fraud people out of their their hard-earned money or whatever and then expect to say oh no it's my freedom of speech to be able to say this fraud shit like you can't do that even with advertisement that you can't you can't false advertise and say it's freedom of speech child pornography or any other type of illegal conduct you can't be out here telling people how to break into the bank or that they should break into the bank you can't 
incite you know imminent lawless action so you can't be out here telling people to burn down the houses and kill people and you you can't do that you know it protects people that they can sue you for copyright so if you take somebody's work you can't say that's freedom of speech or freedom of expression uh, and where I think it kind of gets tricky when people are saying that he couldn't say that is when it comes to their restrictions on what you can say about people as far as untruths and things that harm them. So like slander and libel. Now, what he said could be harmful to people, but he didn't say it to a particular person and or group. So... I don't know how well like i said i'm not an attorney but i don't know how much legal like trouble you know as far as this him violating his first amendment right i i don't know he violated first anybody's first amendment rights on that i think you know he's not able to to articulate himself very well but there isn't a violation of the freedom of speech so he's he it appears that he can say that now we have to be very careful about this. We have to be very careful about this because the more we censor people, we too can be censored. You know, the freedom of speech protects individuals and businesses unless they're acting, of course, on behalf of the United States government. Because as a government, the United States government, there's limitations on what they can say. And so the, the freedom of speech protects us individuals, American citizens. So it it it's getting a little dicey out here in these streets so everybody has something that they believe that other people don't agree with and if we go down this rabbit hole what's going to happen is is that there will be a time where we can't say anything and so we don't want that we don't want people to be able to not express these things because to be totally honest with you if i'm a certain person that is of the lgbtq community and the baby feels like that i want to know that he feel like that i would much rather know that he feels like that instead of sitting in his face knowing he's harboring these not knowing he's harboring these feelings and he's making decisions knowing that he's harboring these feelings that could be impactful to me so i don't want these people to hide in the shadows i want them out i want to know who you are where you are what you're doing that's like that country singer Morgan White Whalen, who got caught at a party saying nigger. I want to know that you think you can say nigger as a 27 year old white man. I want to know that. An unprovoked nigger, too. It's like it was a hard R. Like, why are you calling him? And it was his friend. His friend was also white and he's using this terrible language to this. Like, it just, none of it makes any sense. But I want to know. I don't know about y'all, but I don't want these motherfuckers going in silence. That's how the fuck January 6th happened. You said, oh, no, you can't say that. You tried to run them motherfuckers off of Twitter. Then they go on these other four chains and stuff. And they start planning shit. And then all of a sudden, some shit pop off. I want to know. And then because if I know who you are, we now we can have a conversation. I can't change your mind. No. The only person that can change your mind is you, but at least we can have this conversation where at least you're starting to think about this shit. I am questioning you and it's coming back at me. So now at least if you start talking to me, at least I know why you feel that way. 
Like, oh, you feel that way because your grandmother didn't told you that you ain't never even met a black person. What you out here saying some shit? You don't even you don't even know me, man. You never even met black people. What what is you talking about? Like, I want to know so you can have the conversation. But we're getting to a place where that is becoming less and less and less and less and less. And then these people, this overt stuff becomes covert. And then you wonder why. I wonder why it's only five black people in here. Because you push them in the shadows. They don't like black people. And you don't know that they don't like black people. Because they're not going to say that shit out loud. They're only going to say that shit to their racist friends. Now. Can you cure racism? If I'm being honest. In my opinion. I don't think you can. I, I really really don't. I don't think you can. And I also don't think you can beat it into submission. Meaning that if you keep people keep losing their jobs it's going to make them less racist or at least less outwardly racist i don't think it will honestly i think it's going to have the opposite effect i think it's going to have a bowl over effect where people start believe more so believing in this anger and resentment is going to come out now like i'm not saying there should be no consequences because there are freedom of speech and this is the thing i think the baby forgot and his supporters forgot Freedom of speech is not free. It has never been free. There has always been a cost for freedom of speech. If you say something, you could say it, but you have to be willing to take the consequences of what you say. Because just because you believe that and you say it doesn't mean the people around you will agree. And if they are the ones that just so happen to hold the bag of money, and they decide, I don't want to support you because this going to mess up my bag. They have every right to do that. Just like you have every right to say whatever the fuck you want out your mouth. You just have to deal with the consequences. No one is saying that you can't say it, baby. You could say it. But now you got to deal with the fucking consequences of saying it. And it appears that originally you said, okay, just don't fuck with me no more. Pull the money. You told people to do that. You said, if you don't fuck with me and this is who I am, then don't fuck with me. Pull the money out. And people started pulling their money out. And then your people, your fans and stuff, it's like, that don't make no sense. And why are you doing that? I was like, he said that. He told people to do it. Then people did it. And now you mad. People have the right to come out against it. Now, People like Tory Lanez going drive me crazy. They're saying the extension of the black man, like sit down. All the people that you're talking about, including yourself, brought this shit on themselves. It's not like y'all was just sitting there minding your own business and the world just came in to get y'all. No, you was out here acting a whole damn fool. Whether or not what happened with between you and Meg the Stallion, it's all alleged. But something happened and clearly there was a gun somewhere which was unnecessary for a whole fucking celebrity this is why y'all need to start spending your money on stuff like security and pr teams i don't know what it is about i don't is he a rapper is he a singer i'm not i don't i don't know i i'm confused but whatever he is whatever he considers himself okay you did that you have to take accountability for being in a fucking bad situation because had there been no weapons this wouldn't have ever happened you need to take accountability for your own shit the baby was beloved until he wasn't 
even after all the fucking shit he did he didn't have to have this happen to him that was his own choice to say that shit and he even recognized that calling people out for hiv and aids was was wrong he has to live with the consequences of that nobody was coming to get him just for no reason he did that shit he said it live with the consequences if you're gonna stand on this i'll say whatever the fuck i want to say stand on that shit and take your consequences like they come to you if that means you don't have no sponsors that means you don't have no sponsors if that means you get pulled off of concerts which by the way lalapalooza looked like a covert it looked like a covid fest to me it looked like it was a COVID plant. Like they was making COVID like a beer plant. That's what it looked like to me. Like they was incubating COVID. I've, I'm like, y'all need y'all out here wilding. Like y'all need to be safe out here. I don't know. It ain't enough music artists in the world for me to go stand out there in that fucking COVID funk. Because not only was COVID out there and the Delta variant out there flying in these airways. Delta variant, she flying in these airs, these friendly skies. It's also funky. And you all up against people that sweating. You heard Ash and Cushion and them said they don't even be washing. So you up against dirty people that you don't even know. They smell it. smell like Axe body spray and Bed Bath and Beyond and sweat and balls. And I was like, you, I, it's like somebody hot breath on your back. And it's just, I don't know why, like whatever. But if they want to pull you out of that tour, that's on them you know that is their that is their right to do it now you really had me feeling some kind of way to baby when you went after quest love like god damn like at least somebody hired this man a pr team like i don't know are they busy like is there i mean shit the baby call me like i i will help you draft in a in write a statement so that you can understand how life works. All right, so let me piss some more people off today. Um, let's do it. So let's talk about this leading stuff, which has come up quite a bit for me. So I've heard this this who should lead i'm not gonna stay on it for a long time because like i i'm not a big on the relationship stuff like that's just not what i do but i've been hearing this a lot like we talked about it what two weeks ago when we had the barbie way podcast on here uh i've heard a couple people like have shows about this i've seen this in people's memes and comments and it's this notion that just because you are born male and you are in a heterosexual relationship you should automatically lead and this is the only way a relationship truly should work this is how the structure should work this is how it should be now listen i don't think people understand what those words actually mean because when you actually sit down and you talk to people, when they explain to you what their relationship is, I was like, well, that's not like this dominant submissive relationship like you keep putting in words. That's more of a give and take, which 
to me I, like i said I, you do what you want this could be what you really need in your life but for me a give and take relationship is way better than this dominant submissive relationship and I, a lot of people don't understand how this dominant submissive relationship can be stressful on both parties it's not just stressful for women who can't do what they want to do and they have to kind of like they're at the beck and call of their husband he is the apple of their eye they can't do anything else and their identity doesn't become miss so-and-so it becomes mrs whomever you are the wife of this person that is your identity right when it also impacts men to be the primary breadwinner, the person that's not only you making all the money and you have to support everybody in the household and you have to make all the decisions and then you have the pressure on you to make sure you're making the right decisions because not only do you have your life on the line, your decisions also impact your wife and your children. And if you have parents in the home, all of those things are impacted by you. That is a stressful existence on the top of, especially if you're living in this very stereotypical misogynistic world, men can't show emotion. So then you have a man who is sitting here with all of this stress. He can't talk to nobody. He can't show any weakness. He can't cry. He can't do any of that. So he's harboring all this stress, which then comes out as anger and aggression. Who do you think is going to bear the brunt of all that anger and aggression not to mention if he's working out here in the world he could be being berated or beat down by his employer or his job so now he's not only he's physically exhausted he's mentally exhausted and he's going to have to get these emotions out somewhere where do you think it's going even if it doesn't go to a physical violence it's gonna be mental as fuck because now I'm out here in this world. I don't feel good about myself because I'm not sure because I'm human. Just because I was born with a penis doesn't mean that I'm not aware or sure or I know everything. No one knows everything. No one has all the answers. I don't care how old you are. I don't care if you a pastor. I don't care if you a rabbi. I don't care what the fuck you are. No one knows everything. So to be, to have to be that be all, know all, can't show weakness bullshit, that shit is for the birds. And this is why you have a lot of people on top of the food we eat and the alcohol you drink and the, you add the level of layer of stress and voila, you have a bunch of black people that die of heart disease in their 50s. Shocking. And this is why I think we need to have a conversation about when we talk about, because I've not heard anybody that can explain this to me in a way that makes sense. Most everybody that explains this to me, I was like, okay, so basically what you're saying is, is the man is looking for a slave and the woman is looking for a savior. But here's the issue with that. No one is born to be a slave and no one is born to be a savior. So now you have people out here that are looking for something that doesn't fucking exist. And it shouldn't be that way. 
if you truly are a great leader, right? Because to lead, if you look at the word itself, the definition to lead, I mean, of course, you know, there's different definitions, like the verb de definition and then the noun. But let's, let's talk about it in the sense of an action, right? So to lead, it means that you are going to cause or go with by holding somebody's hand or leading somebody to so you're you're moving something forward or backwards better way to fuck you going you are drawing somebody in a direction you're conducting somebody in a direction or something in a direction it, it's to be a route or means to access to a particular place or a particular direction. There you go. That's the definition. Be a route or means of access to a particular place or in a particular direction. Okay. A position of advantage is also the noun so it's it's in it it's a position of advantage so when people say no that's not what i mean by i'm gonna have advantage and i would have all the say so and i would make the rule that's not a leader then you just want to be called a leader because it makes you feel good because you have low self-esteem but that's not a leader a leader literally is in a position of advantage to be an advantage means you are in the first place so it means you have advantage over the people that aren't in first place. So we need to start learning about these fucking definitions. That's that's one. So before we start saying, you know, I'm I'm going to be and I think sometimes people say this stuff because they are looking for attention from people. Like I'm a submissive and it's what he do and and, and I'm like is it because when you look at the dictionary and this is where i think a lot of people don't realize this to be submissive means inclined or ready to submit or yield to an authority of another unresistingly or humbly obedient nowhere in there says that i'm voicing my opinion when they said they beat the slaves into submission it didn't mean that they were asking them what they thought they should beat them with no they were just beating them that is what it means to be submissive it means you are taking whatever this person who is in advantage lead authority figure whatever they say that's even how bdsm works you have somebody is in the the position of power the dominant and then you have the submissive that is literally the definition of it why are we changing it to fit what we want it to be because that's not what it is so when people tell me this it just is silly to me i was like instead of trying to find somebody who makes a great partner like a great partner somebody that when the days where he was like huh I'm just mentally not here. I'm mentally, I just, I can't do it today. You don't want a woman that's going to be like, I got you. Because a submissive woman is not supposed to do that. Whether you believe whatever the fuck you want to, that's not what you do. A submissive woman is going to be obedient to you. So she's going to be like, oh, you know, she may comfort you. She may hug you. She's going to rub your feet. She's going to do all of these things but she's not going to take the lead whereas a good partner can recognize 
okay you fucking down today what's going on with you because you seem like you you a little off you seem like mentally you're not there that's cool if you're not there that's okay i got you i'll do it that is a partner if she sees you struggling a partner gonna say all right baby i know i know you was out here we got this this medical bill popped up all right i, I see you struggling you working all this over there. okay here this is this is this is what i'm gonna do i got you i'm gonna help you i don't understand why that's problematic why is that problematic to look for somebody who is strong where you are weak it's not that one person should lead it is that the person with the most amount of strength in that area is the person that leads because i know people say well dancing it's it's a person that leads yeah that is but relationships is not a fucking dance relationships is way more complicated than that but in the dance the person who leads is usually the person who is going to move you in the direction because it's kind of the way it was set up in a in a dance the man leads because that's was set up by misogyny <laughs> but life is not a dance it's just not and you i don't know why you wouldn't want somebody who is going to be your partner Somebody that's going to teach you. So they see, okay, you struggling in this area. I'm good at that. So I'm going to take the lead on this area. But I'm going to help you become the best you can be in this area. Because I'm going to teach you while I'm I'm doing this. Because I know that if something happens to me, I don't want you to be lacking without me. The whole purpose of being in a relationship together, if we're in a partnership... You should get something out of this partnership besides companionship and sex. More should come out in money. More should come out of that. This person should make you think about things in a way that you wouldn't have otherwise. They should challenge you mentally. They should challenge you to want to be better than you are. If you look around the room and all of your friends are doing worse than you, you need new friends. You need people that are going to challenge you to be better. That are going to push you to be better. And your spouse is no different. Your spouse should be your friend too. So which means, because eventually that sexual, I got to fuck you every 15 seconds, it will fade. So you want to have somebody that, hey, this my friend too. Like we friends too. Of course, you still going to have passion, but y'all not going to be fucking each other every 15 seconds. Like when you first get together, you fuck like every 15 seconds. Everything is sexual and romantic. And, but as you get on in life and older, you get kids, you get other things. You still need to be able to keep that passion. But you also need to have somebody that you like more than just physically. This should be a team, a friendship, somebody that's going to push you, somebody that you can have. How do you say this? A friendly competition with it's nothing like having somebody that you don't mind having some friendly competition with it doesn't have to be 
to the point where like i'm trying to do better than you like that ain't gonna work but i mean a person that ooh, look what i did mm-hmm. i i ran 2.2 miles on this treadmill you ran two point no you didn't now i gotta run 2.15 miles like that's what you want somebody that's going to do that with you not somebody that's just gonna coddle you to make you feel better because i feel like that's what this lead thing is i feel like the world has beat you down you didn't have a parent that made you feel like you was who you are and so now you need somebody else to do what your parents didn't we we not doing that that's why there's so many people that's fucking miserable and you sitting up here there's not enough women that you submissive anymore and i was like you don't even know what you want when you want a submissive partner because you don't want somebody that's just allowing you to just do whatever the fuck you want all the time that's gonna get old really quick it will get old really quick and this is this this is why we need to be very careful with these terms because then we pass down these terms to our children which is not what we're talking about and then we don't even tell them the real deal because a lot of y'all are out here romanticizing the relationship that y'all grandparents had because your grandparents didn't tell you the truth they didn't tell you really what the deal was like i spoke with a woman who had 36 years of marriage her husband passed away. She became a single woman for a long periods of time. And I, I, you know, I had a conversation with her because she got married really young. She started having children really young. Her husband took care of her financially. He was the breadwinner. He made sure she had a house. He never lost a house. Made sure they had everything they needed. You know, it wasn't in excess, like they weren't rich or anything, but he made sure that they had everything they needed. And it was that traditional type of relationship. The man leaves the house, man takes care of the family. It was that traditional role. When I talked to her, she said, I went from my husband's, my mother's house. I went from my mother's house to my husband's house. I never learned who I was. I never got a chance to figure out who, who am I? What do I like? I knew what he liked. I knew what my kids liked. I don't know what I like. You don't want to be in your 50s trying to figure out what you like. Not saying that you can't still find your passion in life. As long as you're still breathing, you still have an opportunity. But why waste that many years just being Mrs. Whomever? Like your identity is Mrs. Whomever. And like, as the people die, now she's sitting around like, I don't know who I am. So now I have to figure out in, in my later years in life, like what, what am, who am I? You should always be able to have your own identity that's not wrapped in your spouse. And when you have this lead submissive relationship, it is very hard to do that because there's gonna be limitations on how that flows because if you start deviating from that that's not really this dominant submissive relationship that you are speaking of and that's why like let's talk about maybe let's call it a give and take relationship okay where you know because I, I i don't know because i hear a lot of people say well you know you can't like because a man will shut down and i was like all humans if not treated with respect and being able to open up and talk all humans will shut down not just ones that have more testosterone 
all humans will shut down. We have to be able to have these conversations out loud for our children so that they have better relationships than we did because i think because we a lot of us millennials we grew up in the era where our parents were getting divorced a lot of single mothers were at this point in gen x we didn't we just romanticize that this this old time love this traditional we we just romanticize that but we never really knew what it was because we never really got a chance to ask those conversations. And this is why we got to be real with our children. You got to tell your children the truth. Now, you don't have to be graphic about this one. You don't have to do that. But be real. Say it's not perfect. We argue. I know some people that out there that said that they've never their parents don't argue. I was like, yes, they do. They just didn't argue around you. You need to be real with your children to say. It, this is not perfect anytime you put two people together that care like they care about the, each other and they care about the relationship there's going to be some hard times but it's about making sure that you come to an understanding and that you understand that the two of you have to make the decision if this dominant submissive relationship works for you great but if you decide that i want to be in a polyandry relationship with one woman and several men great like you just have to figure out what works for you and stop worrying about what the world thinks if the woman is the one that's leading your household by damn it if the shit is working let it work let the motherfuckers out there telling you what you should do who are miserable anyway continue to be miserable you do you you got to do what you do individually because we we tend to want to put a blanket statement on everybody if we're all born in this world as individuals we all think different we all have different needs we all have different wants how is it that one relationship structure is the only way to make it work it's not so don't tell them come and talk to me no more about this lead bullshit i, I don't want to hear it no more i'm tired of it if it works for you then then don't keep talking about it then just fucking do it okay if that shit works for you then you do it and then shut the fuck up like that's that's all i got to say about that all right this has been a brand new episode of millennials anonymous podcast yes this is your girl lee swinney you see i'm back whispering yes this is your girl lee swinney yeah it is lee swinney uh-huh yeah yeah so we'll be back again next week. I don't know if we're going to have a guest or not. I don't know. You just got to wait and see because I've been kind of busy. I've not been doing what I'm supposed to be doing as far as guests are concerned. So we may or may not have a guest. So you just got to wait and see. But I'll be back.